0: Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about the Deuce Season 2, Episode 3, is called 750. So full spoilers for the episode, as always. So how much fun did you have CC admitting he uh, was afraid to fly well not admitting per se. Kind of clearly <laughs> Just showing going that, through the motions. Yes. Yeah. Clearly showing that he was afraid to fly, without outright
1: admitting that he was afraid to fly. Um it was it was funny I, I, I would say Almost as much as when he thought he was going back in time. Oh god, that line broke me. <laughs> that line broke me because 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 yeah. he, he's confused.
0: He's like, "Wait, we're not going to make it because the, the time of the the ceremony is this this time, and it's already no, this no. Time. It was it
1: was. He thought it was a, like a four hour flight, and she's like, "No, it's like a seven hour flight." He's like, "No, no, oh, right, no. Right, this yeah, time yeah. to this time, it's four hours." He's like, "Yeah, but it's a different time." Yeah, different times. though he's
0: like, "We go back in time. I ain't done with that." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's different time zones. He's like, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Um, And she's having so much fun with it. She is. She's much smarter than him. And that, that is actually... What makes that scene so good is that a big part of the arc between these two, especially him, is this idea that she's outgrowing him. And this scene kind of... He, he's, obviously, he's very good, quote-unquote, at what he does, but he's never left... Hit the city. He's never been anywhere else. Seemingly, he's never done anything else. And this just kind of shows all of these these uh, limits, all these limitations uh, to his character, to his to his experience, to his knowledge. Uh, so, but it was also very funny, <laughs> if nothing else. So that was very good. So obviously, she goes off to LA for this this uh, award show, uh, as does Candy and Harvey, and they're at the ceremony. And there's a lot bits here or there. I, I thought um, Laurie stepping into the hotel room and it's there's this really nice hotel room and she's feeling the, the pillows
1: and the, the, the bedding and Yeah. I, I really appreciate just the, the visual style of LA being so different to you. It was so much clean, like glamour and glitz, right? Yeah. So yeah. Shiny. Very instead bright. of the we we're so used to the grime and the, the dank, gritty New York. I mean if anything, that my only real complaint is is that when she steps onto the balcony and we see the
0: Hollywood sign like in the distance, it was the only time in the show I, where I felt like, oh that's an effect shot. Yeah, it's the only time where I felt that because obviously so much of it must be like CG in the background to like hide the fact that down the street there's you know like a drone or something I don't know whoever's out in the street these days modern cars. Um,
1: Yeah, I like how you went to drone before you went to car. (laughs) I don't know. What year are you living in? Twenty forty-two. More importantly, what year do you think it is in New York? (laughs) Uh, But you know,
0: but that's just felt more like an obvious green screen to me and i think it's because the entire thing had to be an effect yeah. as opposed to just like the, the background like deep down the street or whatever uh but you know it's I not, it's not a huge complaint. Out of, out of everything so far yeah uh but no and she does the protesters when she's arriving there and she goes in and she she meets this actor she starts talking to um and she ends up having a night of passion with this guy um just purely who, because who
1: reminds me of someone it's an actor or the guy yeah uh it's like a, a young john Hammond. i uh, didn't quite get that but i don't know there's, so, there's something in that region that i can't remember it uh, now i had it in my head when i was watching it like at three o'clock in the morning i mean whatever but um, yeah so she has a state of passion she wins the award of course she's she's
0: all happy uh it's you know all celebrating and we cut back and I loved how it cut from her making out with this guy in the limo and it's like, you no, know, this glitz and glamour and she's going into bigger and better things and it mm. cuts to CC sitting in his chair watching a game show and he just looks miserable. But it's this hard cut and it's like, okay, that was just a, a neat little editing trick. Cut straight from her being happy to him being miserable. And, you know, uh, Melissa, I think her name is the other girl, is like, oh, hey, did she, did she win? Like, I don't know yet. Uh, the pager doesn't accept long distance calls. And I'm not sure if that's true. I'm not, I'm not convinced. Yeah, that
1: is. I, I was. I mean, never used a pager, so.
0: Well, no, because maybe, we were born in the stone
1: age. Ex- exactly. <laughs> but her reaction of going, "Huh," is is how I felt. I was like, "Huh." Yeah. Really? Yeah, I never knew I, that. I, mean,
0: yeah.
1: I I assumed they would have done, but I'm not confident enough to call outright bullshit. But he then like you know insults her. He says, "Oh, your your ugly
0: face will never get out. he never get out of here." And but he's basically just lashing out. He's lashing out because he yeah. feels this. This he's jealous. He's he's he feels out of the loop. He feels unimportant, uh, and that's obviously a big part of his character progression. So when Laurie comes back and she's like, "Hey, see, see I'm I'm done tricking, I'm I'm done being a prostitute. I just want to be an actress now." And you know she's doing well enough at it that she could just do this. Like she's she's making money. She's yeah. getting awards. And again, he feels like he's obsolete, and he he smashes her award against. He he lashes out.
1: And yeah, he throws it. In the direction of Melissa. He does. That's he does not quite get hit her, away. but, yeah, in that direction. And it's yeah, broken. I don't think he, I intend she throws it at her, just mm. she happens to be in the direction that he throws it. Yeah, that's the idea. He's, if he's on a war path, they just get out of his way because, you know. Yeah. I, I I don't think he aimed at her, though, and missed. Yeah. I think it was just in that direction
0: but what's, what's great about all this is that meanwhile in the episode we have ashley who we got last episode who we'd find out she's now calling herself dorothy or maybe she was always dorothy and you know the name she was using i think
1: no i think she did because i I've, i do have a vague memory of that name
0: yeah, maybe right maybe right i just,
1: just like, i think it. maybe she introduced herself as that and then was given ashley is as like no, no no that's that's that name's not gonna work i don't think we ever saw her be introduced like
0: she was already with cc at the start of the show Hmm. She wasn't looking an arrival because Laurie was the new girl and she was Yeah, the old. no, it's
1: true. I, f- I feel like I just have that memory of, her, of maybe her saying that was her name at some point. Yeah, um, no, you're, you're probably right. I just can't remember it. But, you know, we have her and she's with
0: Abby and they're, they're doing this outreach thing where they're going around in a, in a little bus and they're, they're giving, like, base, basically advice and some, some tea and some some snacks. Horribly poured tea.
1: <laughs> the between the tea, before the tea bags. You awful, awful people. <laughs> Just goes for Americans as a whole, really. Um I, I'm not I'm not as uh what difference and does no, it make? I was actively offended. What difference does it make it? to the taste?
0: Lots. Still tea tea bag and water.
1: The the wa- no, no, it's the way the water seeps through the the leaves. If you put the water into it after the the teabag in and then the water in, it seeps through it. Whereas Let me ask uh, you, and it goes through all the water goes through it.
0: The fact that I take a tea bag out within about three seconds, does that bother you?
1: That that does hurt my soul a little bit.
0: And then I put in milk and sugar because
1: anything to, to numb the taste of the actual tea. <laughs> milk and sugar is fine. That's standard. I, I, I'll do that depending on what I'm feeling <laughs> like. Um, I'm not much of
0: a tea drinker and I hate coffee. I'm just not a hot drinker. It's just not my thing. But the point I'm making. I was going around the bus, and there, you know, and, and again, I, I love one of the things that showed us so well is just the the way the the, a, the dialogue's written, but also how the actors kind of just let the the awkwardness sink in. And I feel like Abby didn't have a lot of lines of dialogue this episode, but there was a lot of coming from her in terms of her performance. Whenever she <laughs> was, you know, she's sitting with with uh, Dorothy. And the guy and they're kind of talking about what's going on or later on when she's sitting there and it's actually this, this other woman who got arrested once uh, you know for soliciting sex but she was actually out trying to talk to them and mm. you know she's talking to her on the bus and i mean she's mostly just listening but she, she kept feeling kind of looking over when the, when the two prostitutes came on to get some tea she's kind of looking over at them and she sees one of them talking about her son and how she's going to get her, her son back there was just so much coming from her in silence and it was the same later on. This was what it was all building up to because at one, at one point, Dorothy said, is CC still around? So clearly, she, and she also mentioned she's been in the West Coast, but yeah. so clearly she's been gone, right? And she's came back there now for the first time in a while. Again, hence why she asked, is CC still around? She, wasn't, she didn't know. And she looks kind of nervous when she hears that he is. And then at the end of the episode, CC comes into the hi-hat and he comes over to Abby and he's basically just trying to provoke her because he's just, he's had this fight with Laurie. He's in a bad mood, yeah. He's like, Oh, she's disrespecting me. What would what would your advice be to, you know, to deal with a bitch is basically the action. That that's not the exact line he uses, but that's essentially the sentiment. Yeah. And she basically just tells him to piss off. But Dorothy walks out and she's behind him and then he turns around and sees her and he goes dead quiet. And she walks up and then he sits, you know, he says like, Oh he, he tries to talk to her and he's like, My name's Dorothy and she sits down. And she just stares straight ahead at Abby. And Abby's staring right back at her. And you can you can see, without a w- single word spoken, you can see the, the I've got your hand, I'm, I'm holding your hand and I'm encouraging you, be strong, be strong right now. And she stares yeah. ahead. And I thought the acting in particular from Dorothy slash Ashley here was very, very good. Uh, it was, yeah. And th- this was the final scene of the episode. And, uh, you know, and Cece just really awkwardly, and again, his acting's really good here as well, but... He just says, "I'll oh, have a nice night, Dorothy." And He kind of emphasizes it, and he leaves. And it's the idea. It's like you know how? how I mean,
1: the, I mean, I think she just ran actually. And this is maybe the first time he's seen her. And I think so. Yeah. Years. I, I will say this might be the first time in this show, properly, where I thought the ending moment came wrong. I, I, I would, I would the extra moment afterwards after he leaves just to have the her relax for a second. Okay, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really do that. It's still, you know, she sat there, uptight, taut, you know, kind of, you know, afraid. Yeah, did a couple of extra seconds to let her. Just calm a couple extra just that, that you know, the the breath as it goes. Right, he leaves, breathe. Okay, okay, he's gone.
0: So we're talking and more than, about about a, then... a bit pacing thing there because I actually think the thematic point of the guy saying "Who is that?" and then Dorothy saying "Nobody." was actually perfect. I think, I think in terms of a thematic yeah. point of writing, that is the perfect way to end this episode. Because again, it's what we've been talking about the entire show. The pimps are becoming obsolete and the yeah. idea that he is just nobody now. And that's how he feels. That's what he's scared of. And she stood there. She's not giving him the power. She's not being scared of him. She's, she's standing there, or, or more accurately, she's sitting there and she's not letting him get to her. And even though he is, she's terrified, but she's not showing it. She, she's taking the power back by not letting him yeah. intimidate her um and just like no he's nobody. So I thought that was perfect in terms of wrapping up the plot of, of well basically his entire character and her character since the start of the show, but yeah. this episode especially. Uh was very good. And then the the pride in Abby's face as she kinda stands her ground. Uh, mm. just you know, everything about it. It was just it was extremely well acted on all fronts. It was, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, everything in this show is. Everything um, is, but, but this the, scene did stand out for
0: this was just such a great culmination of of like everything we've into building to a scene. Obviously, if you jump over to Larry, he's got his own thing going. Uh, another, another wonderfully uh, humorous scene where he they they bless him. He's but he's been trying to study about filmmaking, and someone mentions DP, and he says, "Oh, that's director of photography, right? You know, the the head camera guy." And to his credit, on most movie sets, that'd be correct. yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the vast majority of movie sets that would be correct however they're on a porn set and the other actor has to explain to him what double penetration is and he looks horrified it's wonderfully awkward yeah he's horrified that the penises might touch each other and then the guy like yeah. distros- personally though i'm kind of into it And uh, he, like, he just looks yeah horrified by the whole thing um yeah so, like, maybe this isn't for me after all and I think the difference with Larry CC though, uh, here, is that he, you know, he kind of turned down Candy last time, you know, because she's like, hey, you need to give up control, and she wasn't really sure that he's up to it. Uh, which was a much more diplomatic and genuine concern, I think, from her. As opposed to when he goes to the other director here, who, who Darlene's working for here, and he basically just says, ah, oh, yeah, people don't want black people in porn. Right? No. you you're The wrong part of the Oreo, I think is the exact phrase that he uses uh, for Darlene specifically. Yes. And... He's like, look, it's just economics, it's not racism, and of course that's you know, an old hat bullshit excuse, but what I think makes this, this wonderful in terms of character drama is that, unlike CC, he's
1: actually trying to adapt to the new world, and is rejected. I, I can see Larry maybe being the only pimp that comes out of this successful. Like, he's I like, think, yeah. okay, no, they won't let us in porn, we'll do our own.
0: Yeah, because either Darlene doesn't think he's up to it because of who he is and what his past is, and then this guy doesn't think he's up to it just because he's black. And the it's idea candy, that he's sh- not sorry, Candy, not Darlene. That's oh, correct. Candy said Darlene. Sorry, can't I make Candy. Obviously, I meant Candy. Uh, but the but he he's trying his his best. He's trying to adapt, and uh, he's basically being told nah, you're not made out for this world. For one you know, for, for one legitimate reason in one sense and one obviously very non-legitimate reason in the other sense. But either way, he's not been allowed in. He, he thinks he's built a position of power for himself as a pimp over the years, you know, controlling the girls, and only to find out now that he's completely powerless. It's not that he has to give up the power, he's realising he's already lost it. And
1: that's yeah. kind uh, of beautiful in terms of drama. <laughs> it's just beautiful. It is. But like I say he's the one willing to adapt and I think he will adapt. And he he might not have uh, the same power that he had, but I think he'll try something and come out on top. Especially after this rejection, maybe he'll uh, you know maybe
0: he'll like you know produce specifically black porn, and that that'll be exactly where yeah, he especially goes with as, that. You know,
1: this ends with him and Darlene walking off set, being like, yeah. "Ah, screw you."
0: Although again, I, I did get a little bit of humor out of uh, Darlene like telling him to talk to him because she's getting paid less than the white actress, and he, she wants him to talk to him. And she even offers to do it herself because she thinks that he's scared of him. And would well, yeah. imagine that. Just imagine go back to season one and imagine why the, the girl is thinking the pimp would be scared of someone else
1: and offering to do it for them. I know, uh, and uh, it, it was funny because obviously he doesn't say anything, and uh, then in the middle of the, the the middle of the in the scene, Darlene starts going off at him, and yeah. see Larry just comes over, and he, and pretends that he had that talk. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know what I said.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that was funny. Like Laurie can be funny. Uh, at yeah. I mean, th- most of the characters in this show can be funny. There's, there's very few that don't have some funny moments here or there. But I, I guess that's just out of good writing more than anything else. Yeah, all of, the, yeah, all all of their, their quirks and quips and, and and whatnot. So so that was that was the pimps o- outside of uh Ron. being very upset that Leon's back from prison. Uh, and remembers yeah. Laurie's uh order all after yeah. after all these years good on him so that was that was those characters and then of course we have i'll mention briefly alston's kind of still miffed at this goldman character who's coming in and trying to you know change the, all these policies and he's showing the cops the slides um uh, they're, they're all so bored they're all so bored and i think anyone who's sat through school and a slideshow show can attest to the boredom of the vast majority of slideshows. shows i've all been there that- and of course, they've got a new office on Times Square to to, to watch run their, their 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 campaign or their their I don't know, yeah. I don't even know what you call it. Uh, cause it's not a campaign anymore. Yeah, it's because like, cause the mayor's already empowered. He's just running this. It's not even a task initiative. Yeah, he's... yeah <laughs> I, no. I I guess Best my bewilderment at his job title here is kind of. I'm like, I'm leaning with Alston. What's the purpose of this? What's he doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's that's kind of the gist Alston is going for. Um, over to over to Vincent uh, again. A lot a lot of little things here for Vincent. There's the there's a scene where the guys thrown out the club because he's selling drugs. Uh, but there's another guy who's like the, the appointed guy. Uh, so Mike throws him out. It's a it's a pretty vicious scene of him throwing him down the stairs. Uh, but it's a really well done scene. This is it's just, it's just, it it isn't is not yeah. necessarily feed into plot as a whole necessarily. No, but... I
1: I think it just shows that that uh, Vincent's got a bit more ruthless than he used to be. Yeah, yeah. At, at least enough just, to let. He doesn't look. He doesn't look like he feels guilty about this. He's just yeah. like, nah, sorry.
0: Yeah, at least I'll have to let Big Mike uh take care take yeah. care of business. Uh, and of course there's the, the the Paul stuff where they're signing the lease. They've convinced Vincent to to loan them some money, and. I'm not sure how, how I took Vincent actually telling Rudy about this because, you know, they explained to Vincent that they want this to be their own, away from Rudy and the, the take and all that. And he tells Rudy and he's like, oh, this sounds like a good idea, an upper class
1: joint. And he's like, oh, yeah, but they don't want you to be involved with it. It's just on their own. No, I, I think he was just covering his own. Because if, if it came back that mm. he'd given them money that's true. And, and Rudy's like, hang on, what's going on here? You're trying to go behind my back. I think um,
0: you could also argue that he is actually looking out for Paul in a way because he's like, no, I'm going to tell him now up front, make sure he knows. Yeah, make
1: it look like Paul has asked me to tell you. Yeah. You know, so it it looks like it's still a like official. A yeah.
0: And he, he does look a bit miffed about it. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's not very happy, but uh, he at least claims he's
1: fine with it. He's like, okay. Yeah, we'll to see. his credit, he's like, no, go on, because he, you know is like, all right, I'll 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 tell him that, that it's not happening, that we'll have to do it through you. And so he, he could just go, yeah. And he goes, no, no, no let, him, let him do the
0: thing. Yeah, although he does point out he may want to reconsider because he's expecting some, basically some uh, yeah, gang war coming that yeah, may yeah. affect negatively on places that he's involved with. Yeah, he he does say, uh, you know, make sure they have all the facts. Hmm. Because we we see them arguing with the other crane bosses. If I in this very scene when he's talking to Vincent before this, we hear about the other parlors. Uh, Black Frankie went round to check, uh, one of them out. To scope out the prices of what was happening. Yeah. So one that was very cheap, but then the other big point, uh, obviously the cheapness being them try to undercut them to put them out of business. But then the other thing being that the girls seem to be underage. They seem to be about fourteen years old. And yeah, it's it's interesting watching like uh, like these mobsters like they're sitting at the table and how. Most of them seem to be appalled by this. Like, hey, we still got we still got standards. We're still not like,
1: yeah, yeah, we'll we'll pimp the girls out, but come on, yeah, we're Have not. A, there's a line.
0: Yeah, there's a line. There's a moral line they're not willing to cross for the most part. But when he brings this up, the other guys like, oh yeah, we'll speak to the guy running the place, and that's basically it. Because even says that's it. Yeah. We're not yeah. doing anything else. Um, and they're not willing to back down another parlors. Which I I, I did love the uh the build up to the end because because obviously they come out at the club at one point. There's a little John issue joke. Uh, because he might be there in the in the club, and Tommy is told, "Hey, you're going to have to go and ask Frankie for his resignation because he keeps stealing money." And we see that again; he stole some more money. I, I, I- Eileen or Irene rather, I- Irene, Eileen. Eileen's candy. Eileen's must be Irene then.
1: Must be
0: Irene. Ah, <laughs> oh, this cast list is in a horrible order. I don't know. She's a new character. <laughs> anyway, uh, the co-manager, she she tries to stop, but doesn't work. And he's like look we're not going to hurt him right he's, he's your blood i'm not going to hurt him and rudy says this directly to vincent i'm not going to hurt him but i'm going to have to ask for his resignation so tommy go deal with that and vincent says no 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 i'll do it like i'm his brother let me talk to him let me tell him that it, he's done and rudy's like, okay fine uh, and then tommy's still leaving he's like no hey don't worry i've got other errands to run calm down and we actually we see vincent actually wins his poker game for a change and he wins thank sorry thank you yes but he- that's a fair mistake, yes. though, on my part. That,
1: that's fair. No, no, it is, but I think a vital one. It's important, to correct. but
0: yes, it's, yes. Yeah. Uh, Frankie wins his poker game that he stole the money for, and he ends up so winning. So he could actually, actually give him all the money back. He time. could. He probably won't because he's, cause he's Frankie. He won't, but he could. But he actually wins a dry cleaner's, by the looks of it, mm. that he's now going to yeah. own and run for reasons. Yep. And you know but what i really like this you know, in this scene you hear some fire engines go past you hear the, the sirens and then you, you have tommy arrive at the at the parlor and he's like bobby give me a drink and he's like "Ah, oh, no, it's okay so all business with you And then you hear sirens he's like What's with the sirens in this city and he's complaining and then tommy's just sitting there having his drink all casual without moving and i'm like and then
1: we- the others are like hang on it could be raids let's get the girls ready to get out of the back yeah. in case
0: we need to go and I just started smelling because I got what he'd done. Because he, even at this point, we didn't know that the, the, the other parlor down the street was on fire yet. But I got that's that's what he'd done. That he he had set a fire somewhere. Yeah. Um, this is why he was because as he says, I was in the neighborhood. This is why he was in the neighborhood because he was setting fire to the rival parlor, which I I think is going to initiate something of this 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 gang war. Where we're
1: kind of teasing here. Yep, yep. I I did like to say, hey, eh, not one of ours. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, so casual. Yeah,
0: there was some stuff with Bobby as well. Bobby had a couple of, uh, scenes. We see his son's not doing well at school. He's been suspended. Uh, he's not spending a lot of time with them. Uh, he's also sticking up for one of the girls who's dating Flanagan, and yep. So even though he's back with his wife, he's still dating the, the prostitute because you know he's a classy guy. Obviously, he's a classy guy. So that's 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 what you think of. Yeah. You think of him uh. But, yeah, so there's a lot of little things in this episode, which is not to discredit it, actually. I I, I thought the core stuff with Laurie, Cece, and uh, Dorothy, like, all that stuff was, like, the the, the anchor, the, the 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 core, like, story of the episode. And then you had all these other things, like, sort of sprinkled around, kind of building yeah. up everything else, which I'm sure will be
1: more relevant and uh, more prominent in the uh, future. Arguably a little unfocused, though, compared to some of the ep- episodes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this show always has a lot
0: of like things going on at the same time, though. It does. It does. because yeah. um, uh, we don't mention Candy yet, of course.
1: Candy, who we see also at the awards, has a couple. You know, of... I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I felt it being a little more unfocused, more than usual this episode, and it was as you mentioned, Candy. That I think, I think it's just a different location. Yeah, maybe. because she... this feels so separate that uh, maybe that's why it feels like okay, we're literally going somewhere else. Yeah, maybe actually, because she
0: she's at the awards, of course, and as Harvey's getting drunk and he's talking about his award and how it's partly due to her because she helped with some of the scenes and, and whatnot, Uh, she she gets... It's kind of an awkward moment where she's like, oh, we should be proud of her perversions and she feels kind of uncomfortable. And then when he wins the award, uh, she looks up and she feels a bit apprehensive. But also, I mean, proud and apprehension. It's, it's, it's a really good performance, actually, because there's, there's multiple emotions mixed in, which is a really good sign of acting because you... you or a sign of good acting, I should say. Because... You're reading it, and you're getting a complex
1: mixture of things happening behind the eyes. And I yeah, think, which I, I thought was funny. The, the um, when Laurie was with the uh, the other actor, they mm. spoke about that. You know, her doing that that yeah, part yeah. in the movie. It's like where uh, she's like familiar but unfamiliar.
0: Yeah, and all she really says, "Oh, it was like when I stayed at my grandma's house, and I woke up, and I kind of knew where I was, but I wasn't really sure." <laughs> that was her motivation. That was her. That was her. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. But. Or inspiration rather. But so she has that moment and then when he wins and she has that other moment where she has this this apprehension. And you get that she kinda wants this for herself. She's proud of him. But she's yeah. like she's setting her goals higher. She's setting her goals. She she wants to be this. And we see her talk to possible possible investors, talk possible studio heads for to fund this this red riding hood film that she wants to do and the guy who she's talking to at the at the, the after party is very receptive of it but he's like i can't fund this like i just i just can't do it it's not that i don't want to but i can't but hey it's a great idea i'll recommend you to someone and she gives him here's this is a guy who's from a proper studio it's a, yeah it's a proper producer this yeah uh, i'll send you over and he'll probably go for this so uh go and go have a speak with him and we see this scene where she goes to him and she explains her idea. He's kind of on board and he's asking her about, oh, so you're going to be like a, you're going to be in it. Because uh, cause he says, oh, you're a little bit too old to play Red Riding Hood, no offense, but so the grandma, maybe? <laughs> uh, he says, oh, I'm going to be in it, I'm just going to direct it. So, no, director star, you're going to be in it. You, you know, I don't, you, you don't sell the name of the director uh, with, a, with a porn movie. You sell it with the, the name of the stars. And she's like, no, no, I, I want to just direct. I want to be behind the camera. And you can tell, again, she's got these aspirations. She's going higher. And then he says, Look, I can't fund the whole thing, but I'll give you ten grand right now for ten percent of the the action. Um, if you come over here and give me a blowjob while I do it. And as good as the acting was at the end of the episode, this might actually win the, the episode in yeah. terms
1: of just raw performance. It's, it's the way she she thinks about it. She's kinda of horrified, she wants to say no, but then she's like, you can see in her in her face, she's like, I've done far worse for a lot less.
0: Yeah, it, she yeah, she's horrified. It I that. I think it hurts though. I think it hurts because she thought she was done with this, and I, I think yeah. it's it's also different because this is maybe the first time in a long time where this has been directly just doing it as prostitutes. Because she's been she's been a porn yeah. actress for the last five years. Yeah. Right. Whereas this is directly no, you come and do this, and I'll
1: give you money. Right. That that is what yeah. this scene is. Uh, but, it's dressed but up. She's 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 willing to do it and get through it. To, to get towards her goal well she is but i i, I think the, the the real uh the point of the scene though is that she immediately goes and cries in the bathroom she, she 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 oh she does she's horrified by it but you have the moment at the end as well where she she takes the check and she puts it you know on, on her desk at home and she's like no, no no i i'm doing this it's determination and and she'll do whatever it takes to get it done even if she does have to do that I feel like you're coming at these scenes very differently from me. Dang. I'm not arguing
0: that there's determination there, but I, I, that was not the core thing I was thinking or getting from those scenes. As, as I, I was getting sadness, I was getting, I was getting this, um, this shame that that she's still this. Like she's not really changed what she is. And mm. that the check going, you know, she comes in because we got this is this is a direct um, callback to some scenes we had last season where she'd come home, she'd listen to her answering machines, and she'd like count her money that she made that night uh, being a prostitute. Yeah. And this was she pulls out the check and she puts it in front of the phone, whereas and to me this was her acknowledging she just did this again that this was her yeah. doing what she did years ago on the street, and as much as I agree she's determined and she's going to keep trying and pushing forward. I think this was more of a an emotional roadblock. This 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 point of the journey, where this was a blow to her self esteem. It was a blow that because remember last season we had a couple of scenes where she she'd be in these like interview scenarios where she was talking to someone about a film, yeah. and they'd have to comment on how good she was in a scene, and they'd have to turn it into just talking about her being naked and having sex and whatever. Yeah this for me was kind of an evolution of that where even at this high up in the chain where she thought she was going legit she even said to the first producer hey i don't want this to be in new york i don't want this to be you know mob money i want everything above board i want to be an actual filmmaker regardless of the fact that it's you know it's porn and here was like she thinks she's kind of getting there she thinks she's urging forward but even in this scenario she's still being torn down to this level it's still coming down to getting your knees and do this um so yeah, I think this is a big emotional roadblock for. I need to check a drink. Continue, say something.
1: <laughs> no, I agree with everything you said. Um, oh. I think the, the the moment starts where, you know, where he, he says, "Oh, you know, you're going to come over here and do this while I write the check," and she just looks stunned, like you know, she thought she was away from it, and she she thought it was different over here, you know, on, on the other coast, but yeah. Well, you know, I think the reason why.
0: I disagree with you Jane, getting the determination from this scene specifically is that the moment she agrees to me is not determination to me it's it's giving in okay and that's what makes the scene really sad for me is that she really doesn't want to do it and she makes the call to do it um and i,
1: I can see that but like i said for me it was that moment where she kind of goes okay i'm gonna do it to me that was just uh, her mind she's like no no i've done i've done worse for a lot less i'll do this now so that i can get this money and and you know make a name for myself in the future
0: nah (laughs) i I wasn't i mean i'm not saying that that's not kind of there in a way but i feel like it's 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 much more it's much more soul destroying than i think you're phrasing it (laughs) Maybe it's 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 really hurtful. I think she really like. I I think she feels little when she has to agree to do this, and I don't think she wants to. I think she gives in and does it because it'll cause more trouble than good, rather than purely for the sake of the money. Mm, fair enough. Um, so to to me, to me, this 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 was probably one of the most heartbreaking scenes in in the show. Uh, partly because not only is she being forced to do this, not only is this, of course, uh, straight-up harassment, but on top of all that, it's it's this personal journey for her where she, she left this behind, she fought her way out of it, and she's trying to get to a point where she's not even going to be an actress anymore. She doesn't want to do that. She wants to be in the side to the camera. And we saw that. that, that the very first episode of the season was showing that she was getting more of a thrill out of putting the scenes together than she was actually yeah. in the scenes themselves. Um, and ultimately, she hit this roadblock where this guy's like, no, no, you're still going to have to be this... If you want to get any further here, you're going to have to do this. Um, and I, I think, to me, that's the the most heartbreaking this show's possibly been. Uh, at least in the sense where, because it's been this journey we've been on with this character since the start of the show, it has the most dramatic weight to it. Um, because there's, there's definitely a lot of moments in the whole show where you could argue this is the saddest moment of the show, or this is the most heartbreaking moment in the show. Because it's there full is, of heartbreaking yeah. moments uh, in a real-world context. But uh, So, no... Uh, so yeah so her her going home and then putting the check out like that and i love that the it it happens she gets out the first calls about uh like she's putting in a loan for a loan for the bank it's like, oh we need, we need like proof of your your income so bring a pay slip or whatever to the next time you come set up a meeting and yeah. she's it's right after this she gets a call from harvey basically encouraging her and saying hey you know this is your. I'll. I'll put some word for you. I'll, I'll help you where I can. But this is your thing. This is your baby, and you're going to do it. And that's where. That's that's where I think the determination comes in, because she's feeling, unlike this other guy, Harvey actually is genuinely supportive and wants to help her mm-hmm. succeed. Uh, and that's when she puts the check out. And I think that's. Uh, you know, it's like she's. She's still. She's much lower on the ladder than she thought she was. I think at this point, but she's still climbing. Yeah. Um, yeah that's
1: fair enough. But hey, uh, was there anything else? I feel like it was lots of little things. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was anyone else.
0: Got uh, so with
1: Bobby. We did Frankie and Vincent.
0: Yeah, then Abby. then
1: Lucy. Yeah, we did the pimps. Then Laurie. Yes. I think
0: that's us. I think, think that's. I
1: think that's everyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's us. Uh, so every, every every episode, right? Every episode we get to I was like, is that everyone? Did we talk about everyone's plot? If they had, if There's they, if usually they'd... someone that we've forgotten. Yeah, it's usually one small thing, if nothing else. But yeah, lots of stuff going on in here. Um that's actually one final point on Bobby, actually. I just I wanted to point out the hypocrisy uh, where he's he's talking to the girl who's dating Flanagan and he he, he he calls the guys who come in here a bunch of wimps because they come in here looking for love. And I'm like, pot, kettle, black. Yeah. Seriously, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, hey, so you're anyway. the last
1: one to talk about
0: that. I know. He's, he's the last one to bring this up. Uh, but yeah, so... That, that is a Diss episode three. So by all means, let us know what you think of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching TV, guys. We'll see you next time. Have you got anything, Nella?